University of Sioux Falls. Winners of 28 consecutive games. One shy of the nation's leader at this point. That's Mount Union of Ohio. They've won 29 in a row. Due to play today in the NCAA Division III National Championship game against Wisconsin Whitewater for the fifth consecutive year, but it's been delayed by weather on the East Coast. Here's the first down snap for Stayback. Pump fake. Flushed out and sacked. Mike snap. Hartley back at the 21-yard line. Hartley out of Rapid City, St. Thomas Moore High School with the sack back near the 20-yard line. It'll be second and 20. Finally got some pressure. It was good coverage downfield that enabled them to get in on Phillips Stayback. Nobody to get the ball to for number 11. And Mike Hartley got in there and got the sack. Mike Hartley, one of the 20 seniors on this year's ball club. Through three periods, Tim. Pretty even on the stat sheet. We'll yes, it is. Look at those momentarily here. Second down and 20 coming for the Lions. Stay back. Not much pressure. Got Here's another again. sack inside the 15. It's Tom Stadzinski this time. The loss back to the 14-yard line. It'll be third down and 26 yards to go. And you go with those stats. <laughs> okay. After three, it's uh, 22 first downs apiece. 239 yards for Lindenwood. 282 for Sioux Falls. Lindenwood with 95 on the ground. 144 through the air. Sioux Falls 124 on the ground, 158 through the air. Time of possession, 30 minutes almost for Sioux Falls, 1554 for Lindenwood. Leading rusher is O'Brien for Lindenwood, 49 carries in a touch or 49 yards in a touchdown. Ryan Lowmiller, 80 yards in a TD for Sioux Falls. Third down and 26 now for Lindenwood. Big third down coming here for the Sioux Falls defense. Stay back at deep drop inside his five. Throws it out here on the edge. Stephen Kala breaks it up at the 35-yard line. The intended receiver was Roran Thomas. There's a flag late. In the center of the field, out near the 15-yard line. Stephen Kala will be fourth down. Let's see what the flag is all about. Kala, who is from Pittsburgh, California, a junior linebacker, broke that one up. Holding. Holding. It's going to be declined, and it will be a fourth down. Great play by Scala. Yes, it was. And the Cougars forced Lindenwood to kick it away after USF had just turned it over in the end zone on an interception. Back-to-back sacks spark the Cougar defense, and they'll get the ball in decent field position here. Cougars have run into Sooms twice. One time they were called for it, one time not. I would think, I don't know how serious, though, they'll come after it. They should get decent field position here. They come a little bit, but he gets the kick away. Bounds at the 45 to the 50, and will roll dead at the Sioux Falls 48-yard line. 38-yard punt, no return, and Tim, the University of Sioux Falls has it on a short field at its own 48. 22-all the score, 13-23 to go in this game. Who was it that said last night, I just look forward to calling a game for four quarters? (laughs) Here we are, fourth quarter, it's all tied up. 13.23 13.23 to go. This the second time. Well, actually, it's more than that. Lindenwood had to rally in the final two minutes to beat Missouri Valley yep. earlier this year. They had a tight one with Benedictine winning 41-31, and then last week had to win, or two weeks ago, had to win in the final minute over Carroll. So yep. Lindenwood has had the experience in the tight yeah, ones. Yeah, they have. University of Sioux Falls has not this year. Time out on the field. Has the experience in the big game, the championship game, that is, but Lindenwood definitely played some closer games this season. There's a timeout on the field with the score 22 all, 13 23 to play in this game. 
A reminder coming up, men's basketball from the Stewart Center. USF and Ashford. John Gaskins with the call, starting with a pregame about 345. Then Craig Maddock with the women's basketball team in Colorado. He'll have a pregame starting at 545 tonight as USF and Colorado College duel each other from Denver. Again, time of possession through three quarters was 29.06 in favor of Sioux Falls, 15.54 for Lindenwood. Uh, almost a quarter's worth of time advantage for Sioux Falls, and Lindenwood had that last possession for how long? Not long. Lindenwood had it uh, starting at the 25-second yep, mark, third so quarter. About uh, just over two minutes. They had it for four plays, actually five plays, an incompletion, a first down, two sacks, one by Mike Hartley, one by Dom Stadzinski, another incompletion, and then the 38-yard punt. And here we go. On an overcast Saturday in northwest Georgia. No rain to speak of today. They've had rain this week. It has saturated the field, but all in all, it's been a you know, pretty good track for the guys to yep. compete on. Maybe not quite the footing that they experienced up in Chattanooga in the rain last <laughs> night when Villanova beat Montana. But nonetheless, this is better than what we've seen in 07 and 08, no doubt about that. John Ryan coming to the left, wide to the right, Alex Anderson and Ryan Lowmiller for Sioux Falls. Lorenzo Brown in the shotgun. Sends Scott LeBrun his tight end to the right side. Zoe's going to keep it on a draw. Crosses the 50, 45. Gets to the 40-yard line and is upended here in the open field. Nice tackle out on the edge. And that was Hakeem Thomas. 12-yard pickup for Brown who... Landed a bit awkwardly. Yeah, he landed on his uh, upper back and, ha and helmet there. At the Lindenwood 40. 12-yard pickup for Zoe. And now inside Lindenwood territory at the 40-yard line in a 22-all ball game. Sioux Falls driving. Just one offensive touchdown today, a couple of field goals, a kickoff return for six, and a safety. High formation. Hand off. No. Brown to throw. Up the left side looking for LeBrun. He was open on the sideline, and he overshot him. Wow. Again, LeBrun with a good route there. Got a, about a step beyond his man, and Brown's throw just sailed a bit on him. Joe's number is not what we're accustomed to. He was 12 of 19 through three quarters. That'll make it uh, 12 of 20 for 158 yards and two interceptions. No touchdowns yet, and he's not thrown for fewer than two touchdowns in any game this year. And he's never had a game in his career where he didn't at least throw for or run for a touchdown. Neither has happened yet today. Second and ten for Sioux Falls at the 40 of Lindenwood. From the shotgun, Brown to run again. Left-hand side. And Oof. gets a maybe three yards to the 37. Brown Open field keeps. tackle here on the edge by Tony Ritzman. Making the tackle Tony Ritzman and Chris Howard. Third down and seven. Sioux Falls trying to convert a big Third down here in Lindenwood Territory. These stat sheets that we get don't have third down numbers. I'd kind of like to know what the Cougars are on third downs in this game, but they've converted a few here in this second half. On Had that one last, on the last yeah. drive, but they ended Just up throwing an interception in the end zone. Yep. Had two third down conversions okay. on that last position. Need to get it to the 30, third and seven. Pylon left. Ryan in motion, right to left. Alex Anderson wide to the right. Lorenzo. Over the middle, Alex. First down inside the 30. He holds on when he was hammered nice at the 29. Alex Anderson. Wow, he got a big shot. 
But he cradled that ball, and number nine holds on and moves the chains at the 29 of Lindenwood. Alex Anderson, a junior from Roosevelt, who will probably finish his career if John Ryan doesn't pass him, is a third all-time leading receiver in USF history, catching DeBoer and Havorka. That's unlikely, yeah. but he's in rarefied air. Eight-yard pickup there on third and seven. Ball to 29. Anderson left. Ryan slotted left. Tight end, LeBrun to the right. Now John Ryan in motion to the short side to the right, the Lindenwood side of the field. Hand off, Ryan Lowmiller cuts back against the grain, gets down to near the 25. Teed off on him there to the defender. Parks Peterson and Danny Carlisle, a couple of linebackers made the stop. Four-yard pickup, second and six. About the Cougars, Tim, while they haven't got the ball in the end zone offensively but one time, They've done a nice job of ball control. Oh, man. No kidding. And every first down they get now is another couple minutes off the clock, and obviously they, they need to get into the lead for that to become even more of a factor. But every minute that you keep Lindenwood's high-powered offense off the field is good. From the pistol formation, Brown gives it to Low Miller, up the gut, got yeah, maybe to the 24. T.J. Prell made the stop. Making the tackle, Dan Carlisle and T.J. Prell. It'll be third down now and five yards to go from the 24-yard line. Another big third down conversion needed for the Sioux Falls offense. 22 apiece, ten and a half minutes remaining in this game from Rome, Georgia. Looking at the flag over here, checking wind conditions. If they do not get this first down, they're looking... If they don't gain any more yards, they're looking at another 41-yard attempt. Braden Weeking made one of those earlier in the game, but they would love to get these five yards here. Keep this drive alive. Empty backfield for Brown, who's in the shotgun, and a timeout. The Cougars burn the timeout with third down and five. They have two left. From the 24 of Lindenwood. Ten minutes exactly to play in this game. We'll be back. The big third down Play coming for the Sioux Falls offense in a moment on KWSN. University of Sioux Falls facing third down, five yards to go from the Lindenwood 24-yard line. Exactly ten minutes to play in the game. We are tied at 22. Sioux Falls has relied on two field goals today from Braden Waking from 41 yards and 37 yards. A touchdown on a kickoff return covering 89 yards by Adam Lopez and then a two-yard run by Ryan Lowmiller. For Lindenwood, touchdown passes of 19 and 9 yards from Philip Stabach to Matt Bramow, and then a 45-yard run by Donatus O'Brien. That's accounted for all the scoring. Sioux Falls led it 5 nothing after one, as they did have a safety in that first quarter yep. as well when Stabach fumbled the ball in the end zone. It was 14-8 Lindenwood after two, and through three periods, deadlocked at 22, and that's where we are after five minutes in the books here in the fourth period. Cougars with their first timeout. They have... Two remaining. Lindenwood has a full complement 
of three. No, they have two. two. They used one uh, a little earlier in the third quarter, I believe it was. TV still in their break. University of Sioux Falls playing in its fourth straight national championship game, equaling the mark set by Georgetown from 1999 to 2002 and equaled by Carroll between 2002 and 2005. Here we go. Third and four, third and five. Cougars need to get beyond the 20, probably closer to the 19. I agree with that. For a first down. Brown from the shotgun. Low Miller to his left. Anderson left. Joined by Scott LeBrun on this left-hand side. Over the middle. It's through the hands of LeBrun and tipped incomplete on the deflection. Alex Anderson had an opportunity, as did Adarius Ross. But it's fourth down. And here Field comes attempt coming for Braden, Braden Weeking. Yep. Defended by Dan Carlisle. And this is going to be a substantial kick of over 40 yards. Center of the field near the 40, what, 32 yard line at yep. the 10 of the end zone. And the, the flag uh, in the end zone that he'll be kicking toward is more uh, across the field wind rather than in his face or at his back. So it'll be coming from his right to his left, will the wind. Right down the middle. Here's the snap, the placement, and the kick. It's up, it's away, and the kick by Weeking is perfect, right down the middle. And the University of Sioux Falls leads Lindenwood. It's 25-22, a 42-yard field goal by Braden Weeking with 9.50 to go in this game. Weeking's third field goal twice now from more than 40 yards away. And Weeking this season, Tim, he is 13 of 17 on field goals. And three huge field goals today for the freshman from Sioux Falls Christian. We can't say it enough. He never had kicked in a varsity high school football game until, or never kicked in a varsity football game until this year, varsity college football. He played uh, soccer, and he's come up today, come up big with three point or three field goals to give the Cougars now with 9.50 to go in the fourth quarter, a three-point edge over Lindenwood. And Waking with three field goals and two PATs today, 11 points total. He's got 139 for the season. That is the all-time record for kickers in NAIA history, breaking the old mark of 128 set by Shane Longest of St. Xavier University of Illinois back in 2007. An eight-play possession. University of Sioux Falls had it for three minutes and 33 seconds on that possession. It results in the 42-yard field goal by Braden Weeking. And with 9.50 to go, a 25-22 advantage for the University of Sioux Falls, and the Cougar defense will have it on its shoulders here after the kickoff by Michael Ellis. A little different setup in the kickoff as well. Rudy Fleming lines up at the 30. Donatus O'Brien is not the deep man. He's at the 20-yard line. There's a diamond formation. The deep return man is Roran Thomas, and is that Angel, Matt Angel? At the 18, the other? Looks like it, yep, near sideline. The third baseman, if you will, in this diamond formation. Allison with a seven-yard approach, right foot into it, sails it back, and it will be the return man, Thomas, at the 15, right-hand side. Designed to go left, comes right, and wrapped up by Adam Lopez at the 24-yard line. Great special Good teams coverage. coverage. He grabbed him, held on, and waited for some help, and they took care of business. The 7th Cavalry arrived <laughs> to bring him down at the 24. Adam Lopez, who's done it on returns and now on coverage. And now with 9.41 to go in this game, Lindenwood, first and 10 at the Lion 24. 
Cougars able to get to Phillips Stayback a couple of times on that last possession, forcing them into a long third and 26. Let's see if the defense can answer the call here again as the clock will start here at the snap of this ball. Stayback gives to Bryant. Up the middle he goes, and in traffic gets out across the 30 to the 32, holding on. Brandon Coolstra made the stop. Pick up to the 33, second down and one. Trevor Holloman. O'Brien gets nine. He tried to get lost between the tackles there, Tim. There's an injured. Is that Denonis O'Brien? Noticed a lot of Cougar players getting stretched out on the sideline. You wonder if cramping is happen a little, happening a little bit here today. Usually it's on a warm humid yeah, day you that would happens. It's, that, it's coolish here in northwest Georgia. Game time temperature was about 43 degrees. It'd be a nice fall day. In the North Country. I've got O'Brien, Tom, now for five carries. His first carry went for a loss of three. His next carry was for six yards. His next carry, one yard. Next carry, 45 yards, and then nine on that carry. So five carries, 58 yards for the freshman from Washington, Missouri. A redshirt freshman. Had looks from a number of Big 12 schools, Missouri, Kansas, Kansas State, but did not have the grades coming out of high school as ACT test score was not where it needed to be for admission into those institutions and came to Lindenwood he redshirted a year ago got his act together and now up walking off the field under his own power again at just a cramp in his left calf second down and one for the Lions offensively their own 33 yard line just shy of the 33 second and two at the 32 Nose of the football between the 32 and the 33 for Stayback offensively. Jeff Hines over the ball. Hard snap count. Now Stayback looks over to the sideline, getting some plays motioned in over there. Stayback under pressure, steps up, runs, has the first down out across the 35 to the 37. The pressure came from the outside as the pocket collapsed on him. And he gets out to the 37, and they move the sticks. Pressure came from the edge, as you said, and stay back. Not unlike Lorenzo Brown on one of those previous series, just took what the defense gave him. That was enough for a first down. 37-yard line of Lindenwood. Lamari and Parson back there with him in the shotgun, left-hand side of the formation. Two receivers to either side on first and 10 from the Lion 37. Stay back again. They're going to run. Coolstra brings him down with an assist from D-lineman Mike Hartley. Loss of one to the 36, second down and 11 yards to go. I think that was a design run, but yeah, the Cougar so. defensive yeah, line stayed at home. Kind of collapsed the well, offensive line of the Lions that time. They're going with the no huddle, stay back, walks along the line of scrimmage, letting the guys know what the play call is. He sends three receivers left-hand side, Matt Bramow to the right. Schoenfelder's got him one-on-one. Stay back, rolls to his left. Gets to the outside. Stadzinski brings him down at the 38-39 yard line. Pickup of three. Dom Stadzinski on the stop. It'll be third down and eight. Good pursuit. Good speed to the edge by Dom Stadzinski. And right now, I think, Tom, if, if Chuck Morrell were to be told that Philip Stayback's going to try to win this game with his legs, he'd take that because there's a lot of other weapons he's worried about. I don't think Philip Stayback running the ball is high on that list. He's carried it three times on this possession. O'Brien had it on the first play, and he went out with the injury. Third and eight now from the 39. The Cougars forced the Lions to punt the last time they had the football. 
See what happens here. Stay back from the shotgun. A three-step drop. Steps up. Throws it over the middle. Incomplete. Incomplete. Broken up at the 50 by Trevor Holloman. Roran Thomas was the intended receiver. And Holloman breaks it up. And it's going to be fourth down and eight for Lindenwood. And it's probably too early to think about going for it for Patrick Ross and Lindenwood. Seven and a half minutes to go on the fourth quarter. 25-22. Sioux Falls by three. And the Cougars will be getting the football back. Big defensive stand there. Lavelle Jackson deep to return this punt. Nick Soames. Jackson back at the 20 on our right side. They let him kick it away. Good sailor. Lavelle circles under it, bobbles it. Gets on the ground. And he covers it at the five-yard line. Wow was right. 56 yards in the air there. After that, he covers it at the five. And Sioux Falls deep in its own territory like they started the game. They were able to get out of the shadow of their own goal line numerous times. But here, treading on thin ice with 7.21 to go, first and 10 from their own five-yard line. Well, this is the point where you got to hope that the, the discrepancy in time of possession will start to be in the Cougars' favor. The offense of the Cougars have been out there a long time. Is this a tired defense? Can they run the ball and take some time off the clock? Obviously, a touchdown on this drive would be huge, but to take you know four or five minutes off the clock is even more important, too. Brown is under center from the five. Hand off right side. Ryan Miller has the edge. He turns a corner. He's out to the 15, and he gets a first down on the first carry of this possession. Coming around the edge. Stopped out on the corner there by the linebacker. He's going to be a yard short. They had the line of scrimmage actually at the six. Yep. Big pardon. It'll be second down and one. But Low Miller with a big run on first down. Tim, that was huge. Yes, it was. Ball at the 15-yard line, second and one. They started this possession about as far away from our vantage point as possible. (laughs) Deep to our right, second and short. Browns under center again. Lorenzo, left-hand side, up the middle, middle trap to Low Miller. He's got the first down, 17-yard line off the left guard. Then the hole was filled. Dan Carlisle, one of the stop men there. Dan Carlisle in on the tackle along with Logan Wright. At the 17, it'll be first and 10. Now, we talk about time of possession, but this Lindenwood defense, Tim, they've been through this before. The offense only averages 24 minutes a game. Right. They, you know, and they're conditioned for this type of a, type of a thing because you prepare for what kind of team you have and you when you have a team that's going to score quick you want your defense to be in good condition but they have been out there a lot in this second half and just the uh, the contact up front the the physical hand-to-hand going on on the offensive defensive line starts to take its toll here's low miller left side out to the 30 to the 34 yard line before he's upended by cody fogel and you know what the Cougars are doing? They're just putting it in the hands yep. of Ryan Lowmiller and letting the offensive line up front and open some holes, and he got 16 there. He's over 100 yards again on the day. Fifth consecutive 100-yard day for the he senior from Crystal Lake, Illinois. A horse for the Cougar offense. Over 100 today, closing in on 1,500 for the season. Lowmiller got 16 there. Ryan Lowmiller up over 3,100 for his career. Under six minutes when this play is done. And they're going with Brown under center. I formation, taking no chances in the shotgun here. Low Miller coming left and hemmed in here. A loss of yardage to the 32. Nice penetration by the linebacker Dan Carlisle. 
Dan Carlisle. Loss of one. It'll be second down and 11. Four straight carries for Ryan Lowmiller. 26 yards, moving it from the 6 out to the 32, just shy of the 33. And there's five and a half minutes to go with Sioux Falls in front of Lindenwood, 25-22. On that previous long run, Ryan Lowmiller passed Terry Austin for fifth place on the all-time rushing list at the University of Sioux Falls. He's the lone setback, eye formation behind Brown. Play action, Lorenzo rolls to his right. Throws it up the right side, looking for Ryan. Catching it at the 46-yard line of Lindenwood. He somehow got away from the defender, and the ball was floating, it seemed like, forever. And John Ryan was able to run underneath it, get a first down, and a couple more minutes will be able to come off the clock as the Cougars convert there. 22 yards to Ryan, who had to dive to catch that one as Brown rolling to his right, just threw it out in front of John, who dove for it skidded around the ground and comes up with a big catch first and ten at the Lindenwood 46. Clock running now under five minutes. 25-22 Sioux Falls with the ball and the lead. Ryan comes left as does Alex Anderson. Lorenzo Brown under center showing blitz. Lindenwood handoff left side. Low Miller had no hole to go through. He loses yardage. Tried to come off that left edge and he was just snuffed out T.J. Prell, one of the tacklers there, and slow to get up. It's Parks Peterson who was injured. Timeout for injury. Parks Peterson, the linebacker from Lindenwood's defense, a freshman from Farmington, Missouri. They're looking at his lower leg. Timeout on the field. When we come back, it'll be second down and about 11 yards to go for Sioux Falls at the Lindenwood 47-yard line. Four and a half minutes to go. Sioux Falls 25, Lindenwood 22. We'll be back in a moment on KWSN. For more than 60 years, Midcontinent Communications has been committed to connecting people and places throughout the upper Midwest. Midcontinent Communications, part of our community, part of your life. Still attending to the injured player on the field with four minutes and 30-odd seconds to play in this one. It's Parks Peterson, a linebacker for Lindenwood University. And they're, they're looking at a left leg, Tom, and this is, you know, you don't want to, you can't speculate exactly what the, the injury is, but it's one of those that, you can tell it's a little more serious. Patrick Ross, one of the coaches, has come out, and he's got his hand on the shoulder of Parks Peterson there, and the Lindenwood defenders are taking a, a knee right now. This uh, rest they can probably use. They're going to try to get Parks Peterson up. He is a freshman, as you said, a freshman, one of the leading tacklers on this team, if not the leading tackler, a freshman from Farmington, Missouri, 72 tackles and an interception returned for a score this season. He is sitting up, but they're still looking at his lower leg. With a break in the action, Vernity Motor Cars and Vernity.com is a proud sponsor of Cougar Football. Shop over 800 new and used vehicles at Vernity.com. 
BurnID.com to truly experience the ID effect. Four minutes and 35 seconds to play in this game as Peterson is helped to his feet and he will be assisted off the field by the training staff putting no weight whatsoever on his left leg. It's 25-22, University of Sioux Falls leading it. The Cougars with possession. They've won 28 straight contests, 55 of their last 56. The only loss suffered in the last four years, the 2007 championship game in Savannah, Tennessee, 17-9 at the hands of Carroll. The Cougars are now faced with second down and between 11 and 12 yards to go. The ball spotted between the 47 and the 48 of Lindenwood, heading from east to west here at historic Barron Stadium in Rome, Georgia. We'll be second 11 at the They'll wind the clock, and play clock is at 35. Game clock at four and a half. The Cougars are in no hurry here. They can let this clock run under four minutes before they snap it if they want to, and they'll stay in the huddle. Sioux Falls today getting three field goals from Braden Waking, 41, 37, and 42 yards. 89-yard kickoff return by Adam Lopez and a two-yard touchdown run by Ryan Lomiller to account for the scoring in addition to a safety when the quarterback was tackled in the end zone after he fumbled his snap. Second and 11, Brown under center, a little misdirection coming left side, Lomiller at the 50 and loses yardage again. He could not get the corner and is pushed backwards, leading the charge defensively, T.J. Prell. Forward progress to 48. Third down and 12 yards to go. Well, they had a block set up on the edge there. Alex Anderson kind of lost his footing. He was engaged with one of the defensive players on the edge and wasn't able to get the block he would normally get. So it brings up third and 12. Big play here. Clock running under three and a half. Sioux Falls has had it for eight plays now on this drive. They've had it for more than four minutes on this possession, leading at 25-22. All kinds of changes for Lindenwood. They've got confusion. They may have to... Well, they've got their personnel on the field now. Brown from the shotgun. Has time out on the right edge. He's got Ryan. Ryan, does he get the first down? He's out of bounds. Just shy. A yard oh, shy wow. at the 38-37 yard line. Just shy of the first down sticks on the Lindenwood sideline over there. Let's see where they spotted. And Spencer Sailors comes off favoring his right shoulder. They spotted him at the 37-yard line. Stepped out about a yard short. Fourth yep. down. And one yard to go. Leggings 11 yards, fourth and one at the 30. Big seven. play here. What do you do? They're going to go for it. Oh, they didn't get a fourth and one from the sixth-yard line in the tail end of the second quarter. I think they're going to talk it over is what yeah, they're, they're going to do. they take a timeout. Clock is running down under three minutes. This is the... Season right here, fourth down and one for Sioux Falls from the 37-yard line of Lindenwood. The Cougars have just burned their second timeout. Coach DeBoer, Coach Morell, side-by-side on the sideline, deciding what are you going to do? Lindenwood gathering on its sideline across the way around sixth-year coach Patrick Ross. It's 25-22. University of Sioux Falls leads Lindenwood. Battle of Unbeatens, the NAIA National Championship on the line here in Rome, Georgia. Sioux Falls going for its fourth title in six opportunities. Lindenwood here, its first trip on the national stage. What do you do, Tim? I think they're going to go for it. And I, I think you instead of, well, I don't know, you, if you sneak it, 
They've tried that play before. They've run the the misdirection pitch play to Ryan Lowmiller a couple of different times. They need it's a little more than a yard. They need about a yard and a half. They are going for it. No punter on the field. Here comes the fullback, Trevor Engelson. Yep. John Ryan leaves. The decision's been made. Fourth and one from the Lindenwood 37. 250 left. Game on the line. The Cougars get a first down. They essentially run out the clock. Watch for the hard snap count as well, if they can get Lindenwood to jump. Brown gives to Low Miller. First down! The 35-yard line. A straight-ahead bull rush up the gut. Dan Carlisle and Cody Fogel made the stop, but Low Miller gets two when he needed one, and the ball remains in the possession of top-ranked Sioux Falls. Well, now you force Lindenwood to use some timeouts. They'll wind the clock. As my good friend Marty Hagee would say, put a check mark by that play. Yeah, absolutely. Fourth down and one with 2.50 left. They get the first down. Wow, and those are the football just outside the 35. Now you need to protect the football. Yeah, Hold absolutely. on to it. Sioux Falls has turned it over twice already. There's only five seconds on the play clock. They better hurry here. Brown under center with three, with two. He gets it away. Hand off to Low Miller. And he's got a couple down to the 33. He bounces his way maybe to the 32-yard line after the initial contact. Timeout, Lindenwood. Cody Fogel. Forward progress is just shy of the 33-yard line. Second down and eight. And we'll pause for a moment, catch our breath. Absolutely. And return to Rome, Georgia in a moment. USF 25, Lindenwood 22. See you in 30 seconds here on KWSN. Two minutes, 25 seconds to play. National championship on the line. University of Sioux Falls, the defending titleist, 25. Upstart Lindenwood, 22. University of Sioux Falls has its second down and nine at the Lindenwood 34-yard line after a short one-yard gain by Ryan Lohmiller. Well, on this possession, Tim, has carried it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times out of ten snaps. The two other passes, two plays yep. were to John Ryan passes. They put it in the hands of the senior from Crystal Lake, Illinois, yep. Ryan Lohmiller, up over 100 yards for the fifth straight game. Brown, the play, he ran against St. Xavier, comes around the left edge, gets to the 30, still going, dives forward to near the 25-yard line. very close to the first down. Forward progress to 27. It's going to be 32. The difference between this play and the one against St. Xavier, he had the ball 20 yards upfield before anybody knew it against St. X two weeks ago. This one goes for seven. And it's going to be third down and two. The only problem on that play is he, he went out of bounds and stopped the clock and lets Lindenwood save one of their timeouts. Third down and two at the Lion 27. Twelfth play of this drive coming up. The University of Sioux Falls will send Alex Anderson to the left. He's the lone wide receiver. I formation for Brown. Give to Miller up the gut. Dips to the 25. I think he got the first down. Close, close. Cody Fogel made the stop. Depends on where they spot it. The line judge comes in from the near sideline, Todd Parker, and says he's down at the 25. And I think it's close enough they have to measure. 
Ryan Lowmiller with his ninth carry of this possession gets it down to the 25 where it's going to be a first down or fourth and inches. There's a minute 53 left. The Cougars lead Lindenwood 25-22 as the chain gang comes in from across the way. If it is a first down, the clock will wind and then Patrick Ross will have to take a timeout. We'll let the crowd tell you. It's a first down. First I, sorry, I didn't let the crowd tell it's you. All right. Our crowd mic situation <laughs> I was too excited. is very good anyway. 13th play, forthcoming. Ball just outside the 25 of Lindenwood. On this possession, the University of Sioux Falls took over with 7.21 left. And the clock reads, Tim Hyatt? 1.53. They have not wound it yet. Five and a half minutes. Now. Five and a half minutes thus well, far. Not yet. In now they'll wind plays. it. Two passes, 11 runs. Actually, 20 seconds on the play clock, so with uh, about a minute and a half, the Cougars, are pr- Cougars will break the huddle. 12 plays thus far, 10 rushes, 2 passes. It's an eye formation. Engelson's the fullback. He's a Roosevelt young man. First and 10 from the 25 to Low Miller. No, it's Christian Porter, and he gets nothing. Gets nothing off the left side, and they say the ball's on the ground, and they say Linden one has it. I haven't seen an indication yet. Here come the officials. The officials have not made a determination. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Timeout. And they have not. Now they give it to Lindenwood. Porter fumbles with a minute 18 to go at the 26-yard line. And coming out of there with it is Dan Carlisle. Dan Carlisle. Christian Porter spelling. Ryan Lowmiller coughs the ball up at the 26-yard line. And with a minute 18 to go, Lindenwood trailing by 3, 25-22, will get it. Third turnover of the day for Sioux Falls. First fumble. Stay back. Has one setback to his right. He sends two receivers left and two receivers to the right side. With a minute 18. Here's the snap. Stay back. Has time. Gunning it up the right side for Marcel Thompson. Incomplete. He split two defenders, but the pass was overthrown. And it'll be second down and 10 with a minute 11. Pass intended for Marcel Thompson. Oh, boy. It was one of those plays where Porter, you know, he got a little bit of yardage, and he got stood up, and instead of just going down and taking what the defense gave you, he fought for a little bit more, and it was stripped, and, you know, Kalen DeBoer on the sideline was fighting for a call like he was down, but wasn't going to get that call as they unpiled the group. Second and ten. Stay back. Pump fake. handoff. Donatus O'Brien. Not much. They're going to have to call a timeout as he gets maybe to the 29-yard line. Stutzinski running under a minute. They're not going to call that timeout. They're third down here. Third and seven. O'Brien got three. Here's the third down call for Stayback. Third and seven. Play action. Stadzinski forces it. Takes him at the 20-yard line. Dom Stadzinski, the junior from Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin. Forces a Lindenwood timeout. 20-yard line. It'll be fourth down and 16 yards to go. Stadzinski came in untouched from the left side of the Cougar defense. Got in there and around the ankles of Phillips Stayback gets the sack. 44 seconds to play. The sack, the third of this quarter by the Cougars defensively. And it's fourth down and 16 for Lindenwood with 44 seconds to play. After a turnover 
of epic proportions with a minute 18 oh, to go. Studzinski with his second fourth quarter sack. Defense's job right now is to pick up their fallen mate, Christian Porter. He's on the sidelines. Despondent right now, but if they can get a stop here, the fumble won't mean a thing. Studzinski would get my vote for defensive oh, player of the game right now. We haven't seen a ballot, sacks. but... Sacks. Here it is. The season on the line. Fourth and 16, back at the 20-yard line. But it Need can, to get it to the 36-yard line. It could change in the blink of an eye with this high-powered offense. O'Brien is in the shotgun, left-hand side of Stayback, who's the quarterback. Stayback to throw, under pressure, and he's going to be coming out of the pocket to the right-hand side. Throws it over the middle, and it's even Kala at the 30-yard line. Back and the University of Sioux Falls has held on. They had pressure on Stayback, who had to try and make something out of nothing, and he threw it over the middle near the 30-yard line where Stephen Kala broke it up. They got pressure when they needed to get pressure, and at the key time of the game, they got the key sacks. Mike Hartley has given it all. He's coming off the field with the help of T.J. Ross. He is a tired young man. They say defense wins championships, oh, man. and this shows you why right here. And, you know, we've talked about it, Tom, how this defense maybe wasn't quite up to the level, but the defense last year didn't have to do this. And they came up in the final in winning time, and they got the stop they needed to get. And look at Chuck Morrell celebrating on the sideline with his mates, and the Cougars are going to do it two years in a row. 33 seconds left. Sioux Falls takes over on downs at the Lindenwood 20-yard line. The University of Sioux Falls on the verge of winning its 29th straight game. Brown takes a knee. Oh, wow. And that will be it. The clock's going to run out. The University of Sioux Falls. Lorenzo Brown is emotionally spent. He shared some thoughts with his team last night. A couple of people told me how he was disappointed that some of his family wasn't able to be here today, and he referred to this team as his family. And he uh, is on the field celebrating right now. Back-to-back champions. And Chuck Morrell gets a Gatorade bath. The University of Sioux Falls. 15-0 and zero on the season, beating high-powered Lindenwood 25-22 for the 2009 NAIA National Championship. The Cougars have now won 29 consecutive games, equaling the longest winning streak in the nation right now. Mount Union of Ohio also has a 29-game winning streak pending the outcome of the NCAA Division III championship game. But here... On the NAIA level, the University of Sioux Falls has won back-to-back championships, and this group of seniors finishes their career with a record of 56-1 and and three national championships in 2006, 2008, and 2009. And today, it was a team effort, special teams, offense, and defense that got the job done. And how about the defense picking up Christian Porter? I mean, you can't feel worse for a guy coughing it up after they had gotten the first down they needed to pretty much ice the ball game, and the defense comes up and gets the stop they need. They hang on for the three-point victory national championship number four, second in a row. Tim, after the Donatus O'Brien touchdown that gave Lindenwood the lead at 22-15 to with 11.50-something yep. to go in the third quarter, this is what Lindenwood did. Three and out, four and out, 
turned it over on downs. No, I beg your pardon. They punted it there yep. after one first down. And then on their last possession, four downs, turning it over. The defense rose to the occasion the final wow. quarter and a half. And the Sioux Falls Cougars are national champions for the fourth time. Wow. And for the first time in an odd-numbered year. Yeah. <laughs> 25-22 the final. We'll be back. Our postgame is just ahead here on Sioux Falls Sports Radio, KWSN. The University of Sioux Falls has defended its national championship, a hard-fought 25-22 victory over Lindenwood University of Missouri this afternoon here in Rome, Georgia. Two of the highest-scoring football teams in history met today, and it came down to the defense of USF. Unbelievable. Early in the third quarter when the score, uh, after the Donatus O'Brien touchdown made it 22-15, it looked like Things were going to kind of correct themselves scoring-wise, but the Lindenwood Lions did not score again. The Cougars scored the final 10 points of this game, and the defense, uh, that you just can't say enough about their effort here today uh, against unbelievable weapons of the Lindenwood Lions. You know, Donatus O'Brien got them for one long run, but, you know, Matt Bramow is going to be their leading receiver, and he's going to have probably around 60 yards and two touchdowns. The other receivers, Marcel Thompson, Rudy Fleming, Roran Thomas, did not hurt the Cougars today. Uh, the Cougar defense up to the challenge, and we're getting some final stats here. I'd like to see the final totals. 376 in total yards for Sioux Falls, 233 for Lindenwood. Tom, in the fourth quarter, Lindenwood minus six yards. Tim, prior to today, oh. their lowest 
offensive production in any game this year was 373 yards against Langston. And today wow. it's 233. That's normally a half for them, but today it's the entire output, 230-plus yards. I can't get over the fact that they ran 12 plays in the fourth quarter and netted minus six yards. That's that's phenomenal. I'm telling you, after the O'Brien wow. touchdown, they did nothing offensively. I don't know what changes were made, what adjustments <laughs> were made by Coach And if they told Morrell. us, we wouldn't understand no. it, most likely. <laughs> University of Sioux Falls, before 5,000 fans today, celebrating at the center of the field right now, the team in prayer. And the Lindenwood team just to their right, at about the 35-yard line. In a moment, they'll announce the player of the game awards here at Historic Barron Stadium. I'm not... I'm not so sure Braden Weeking doesn't get some consideration from the University of Sioux Falls as the offensive player of the game. Three field goals, a couple I'm, of PATs. I'm with you, though. Dom Stadzinski separated himself in the, second, excuse me, in the second half as the standout on the defensive side. He led the team in tackles with seven. Ryan Lowmiller had yeah, an excellent output, too. 15 yards and a touchdown for Ryan. His fifth consecutive 100-yard game. Cougars are done praying. They're up now, and we're awaiting the... Announcement of the players of the game. And we'll have those for you momentarily. We're going to join the public address announcer for that. University of Sioux Falls for the 14th time this year had a 100-yard rusher. That's Ryan Lowmiller. I would think that the PA's got to be a busy man here momentarily. We're all awaiting. <laughs> the announcement of offensive and defensive players of the game. They have the uh, trophy displayed on the track right below us here on the home side, the USF side of the field. The University of Sioux Falls had the offensive and defensive players of the game a year ago, Lorenzo Brown and Kyle Cummings, when they beat Carroll 23-7. to Now the Cougars are coming over. They're going to hoist the trophy again. Brandon Coolstrit doing the honors of grabbing the trophy from the sideline and bringing it back to the field of play. The University of Sioux Falls with a school record, 15-0 record, 29 consecutive victories. And this group of seniors, as we mentioned, a cumulative record of 56-1, four straight trips to the national championship. There have been 10 of these guys who were four-year seniors. And they were Andrew Schoenfelder, Ryan Lowmiller, Trevor Holloman, Kyle Cummings, Nate Everett. Marlon Loban and Lorenzo Brown up on the stage here saluting the Cougar fans. TJ huh? Went, a four-year senior. Sean Schnabel, Scott LeBrun, Mike Hartley, Drew DeGroat, Travis Beaver also a four-year player, off and on in his Please career. Here we go, the PA announcer. For the presentation of the post-game awards. The University of Sioux Falls, a 25-22 win over Lindenwood. As the team out on the field with the trophy high above the huddle. Be careful with that thing. It's, it's not <laughs> the sturdiest award I've ever